Hey guys, this is Tina B. And Charmaine G. We're here to talk about the messiness of life. It's ugly. And it's raw. It's real. And it's a freaking game. It's whack-a-mole. 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 This is us. And our gift to you. Greetings. Salutations. Hey, do Greetings the sponsor. Do the sponsor. Do the sponsor. Don't forget to do the sponsor. these guys. We can't forget them. Okay. Sponsors. I'll go first. Okay. Dixie Moving and Storage. They are an agent for Beacons Van Lines. Dixie Moving and Storage is a full-service moving company here in St. George. They give free estimates, um, competitive pricing. They pack, load, and haul your belongings wherever you want to take them. They do long-distance, local, piano moving, and safe moving. Call Dixie Moving and Storage for all your moving needs because who wants to move in the summer in the desert? (laughs) When you can sit back with maybe a mega pint. And watch them do the work for you. <laughs> I got a mega pint shirt. It came in the mail Shut yesterday. Up. I was gonna wear it, but I did. You get me one? No, I. Don't, we need. To, I want one that says "objection hearsay" more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like so Dixie too. Moving and Storage. Call Whitney at four three five six two eight two two eight one, and you can set up a time to get a quote um, on their website. Moving. Dixie.com. You can do that over the website. They have a little thing that comes up and says, let's chat. Do you have a question? Ooh, yeah, so, I like that. Get your move on today. Dixie, with Dixie Movie Dixie and storage. storage. Okay, we actually, our second sponsor is Sunset Wellness, and they are located off of Sunset Boulevard here in St. George, Utah. They are a whole um, wellness program, and they have any kind of supplement. I was talking to the owner today, and he's doing a, a full body cleanse in, from his lungs. Yeah, so it's this new supplement, and he he was, I'm going to try it, just because it, there's so many things out there that are very natural, that are God-given things for us to, to use, but the research and the scientists, they've down, they've got it packed up and ready to buy at this location. So it's like vitamins and stuff like that. Vitamins. Nice. Um, they even have shrooms. Oh. And CBD, and um, you know the legal I didn't limit. Know those were available. In the Saint legal limit. There is a legal limit. There is, you know, a little bit of THC, but no, it's legal CBD. Okay. So with that being said, they have the body sculpting um, for fat toning, um, skin tightening, things like that, and that's where I like. But they are very smart at what they do. Go visit them today. Call them for an appointment, 922-0962. That's air code 435-922-0962. And Desert Homes Pest Control. It is family owned and operated. They are licensed and highly trained. They have to go through these huge tests. And you ha- it's not a pass or a fail. Like, Is it because you're working with all those chemicals? chemicals. Wow. Yes. And all of That's the good to know. regulations. Not yeah. just handing that over to anybody. And it continued education and everything. So they are cool. very, very highly skilled, trained professionals that can work around your schedule. And they do a great job. Call them today at 435-256-0407. Okay. What are we talking about, kid? Well, you know what? We're a day earlier because life happens and I'm going to be having to leave out of town, yada, yada, yada. And Tina says, what do we want to talk about today? Because our the trial's over. You what know are what we I'm doing saying? with our... I was like... Just, yeah, it was... <laughs> It's not that bad, actually, because I'm, you know, I can move on to other things. But All it of was, the reels I'm and getting more TikToks, work they're not, they're not <laughs> happening as much. So 
I nope. feel like everybody's maybe going to fall into a depression because I also the did see, over. now I'm just, I'm not hunting for anything, but I do, you know, go on and read some entertainment news or in my, yep. in my, uh, my news feeds and browsing and all of that good stuff. I, I see stuff and it, it sounds like maybe Disney might be extending an invitation to Johnny Depp to come <gasps> back. Smart as Jack move. Sparrow. Smart I mean, they'd be move. dumb not to. Yeah. I mean, this guy is going to... I, I mean, Who? he's... The box office is... First of all, movies, especially after Top Gun, movies are... I mean, it's a big thing now. Like, Did I, they I think maybe it was before that. Did billion or something? $126 million for the new Top Gun Maverick? What, what, Sean, I don't why was that head slap thing? Because between billion and million is like a lot. What was it? I'm asking... We're in the 250-ish range now. Of million. Million. And million. then didn't yeah. Jurassic Park or whatever. The World new comes Jurassic out June 10th. Is that this weekend? Okay. Yeah. yeah. It came out last weekend. I don't even know why we're talking about movies. But anyway, um, they'd be stupid not to. Look at this guy. I mean, the fans have shown up for him. They would be ignorant to not put him in a role. I mean, these people are going to be camping out to watch that. That's just oh, insane. It's That's so true. I mean, if it's so about money, on just, their yeah, yeah. yeah, they have. But who else would fill Jack Sparrow? Nobody. There, nobody. Nobody. It would nobody. be almost like all these Batmans and these remakes of Batmans. Every There's 15 Batmans now, and I'm t- I was turned off. I've only seen one, and that was ben with Affleck. Michael Keaton. <laughs> well, it's not, it's, you know, the Batman's about Batman. You know, Pirates of the Caribbean is about Johnny Depp. It is. It really is. That's that's you know you can't have somebody else play that role. He created you know? that character. Yeah, I mean, Batman's been Batman. Batman, yeah, everybody's been Batman. But yeah. you know, uh, no, 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 but no, we used no. to think the same thing about Christopher Reeve and Superman. Superman, and it took yeah. a long time to get another Superman. Yeah, Spider Man's doing the same thing with he, all these different actors. Yeah, yeah, but then you have other ones like like Iron Man and whatnot. And like that's what they are. I like uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. is you can't. Re- but maybe in ten years you can. So, but yeah, right now you can't put somebody else from. We're going way off topic, my Yeah, we really are. Okay, really it back bu- in. You bullied me into this. Oh my Billy, goodness. Billions to millions. There's a big difference, Charmaine. Okay, so it is, it is true. In Sean's defense. Um. So I'm going to start off this because I was having a conversation with what? 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 Get closer to the mic. <laughs> like this okay you gotta have it right okay i was talking here. to my son <laughs> i was talking to my son <laughs> and here close up on on this um i was talking to my son and he's been experiencing uh, bullying That's cool. and i grew up we all know what it's like to be young and kids can be cruel and i'm having these conversations i'm not talking about for one year two or three years mm-hmm. and he's you know got a lot of social anxiety from that that pressure and his performance in school, his attendance, everything, it, it really kind of has masticized itself. And I said to him, Landon, it doesn't, you know, just because you're a kid, there's always going to be people in your life that will bully you. And I had that same experience. And like he lit up, turned his head to me and was like, you get bullied too? And I said, I do. I do. And it's very, it's an unfortunate thing because you're dealing with people, the human condition, right? And it's not when you're little, if I may say, if you're, when you're little, you're really just going to school and going home. I mean, you have your little group of friends you might run the neighborhood with, but you can be bullied in the grocery store, at the bank, in a restaurant by a server, or we can bully a server, you know, as a patron or, I mean, it's, you're just exposed to it a lot more. A lot more. When you're out there as an adult. As a kid though, you're feeling like your whole world's collapsing on you, you know, and there's so much uh, aftermath of, of 
suicide, you know, and the world's in just completely cyber speed with cyber and social access mm-hmm. to where it's, I would like to know how many more suicides are done from online bullying versus. Oh my gosh, I'm sure that's a. Huge. And ever-changing, evolving, growing. Yes. Statistic. Yes. Because I don't think that's getting any better. I think that that's, we no, were just when talking you're before. the screen. The whole catfish thing. I mean, that's. You know, that's a segment of it, but it's easy to sit by behind a screen. It's easy to sit on your phone. That's why I try not to, I, I, I really hate talking on the phone. I mean, it's, <laughs> I really hate it. Are you a texter then? I am a texter, but not all conversations should be texted either. Oh no. You know, no, no. so I, I have to kind of, you know, draw the line on what I, if I have issue with somebody, I'm like, okay, now I have to block out a fucking hour. <laughs> To take up this yeah. issue with this person, yep. do I need to like chalk it in, you know, ink it in, and then am I going to feel the same way? Is it going to be wor- like it's just a whole? Okay, that was just a real. Yeah, we're rabbit holing it today into my psyche. So go ahead. <laughs> no, and so I'm having this conversation with him, and he almost got a sense of relief, like I'm not alone. You know, when mom says I I've been bullied at work, and um, you know, because as an adult. You're at work more than you are in your home life, you know, because you're sleeping through mm-hmm. the night and you're spent with a majority of people, masses amount of people that have personalities, have character traits and have, you know, detrimental. You were even talking about a staff meeting that the whole aura and the whole mood changed just by nobody one said person. a word yeah. and it just went because of one person and you have this mass amount of people, but I wanted to um, have this episode because I think it's huge and it's important and it is like, it's not invisible, but a lot of people don't know how to deal with it. Um, And there is a difference between bullying and harassment. The about the amount of difference is harassment is illegal and you have to be in a special classification to, to be, which is, you know, gender, race, um, religion, um, age, and disability. However, bullying is a consistent thing over a long period of time. And many studies that I was looking into, bullying on average lasts over a year. And the majority of the bullying happens from the supervisors and upper management down to and so can you imagine Shit going rolls into- downhill that's i'm certain where that where that um phrase comes from it starts at the top if you've got a bully at the top the whole the whole situation the whole company the whole chain of command everybody's being bullied because it's coming from <clears throat> excuse me because it's coming from the top and that's what's being taught that's the precedence that's yeah. being set yeah it is the culture that's created around you and i was telling my because you said well why aren't you doing anything about it and this was like I'm 45 years old and I've been in a long-standing career and there was a change of guard, so to speak, and this new guard that came in was not a good person. I mean, that was his style and his approach was fear-based. It was mm-hmm. intimidation, retaliation, all of the factors that make you not want to go to work, right? And so you're like, you decline and you, you really kind of get into this um, mental state of how do I, and the pressure of I've got to pay the bills. And this is, I love to do this job, but I'm not being allowed to do my job. And you get isolated. And those things, are, honestly, isn't, it never goes away. It never goes away. And I've always thought you want to treat somebody how you want to be treated, you know. Mm-hmm. 
So um, what constitutes as bullying at the workplace is typically involves continuous or repeated malicious behavior such as deliberate insults, threats, demeaning comments, constant criticism, overbearing supervision, and profane outbursts. It That's may, a typical day for me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I, I mean, you you actually probably are one of these statistics, even if it's not recent. But over time, um, you know, their behaviors look like verbal and intimidating and veiled threats. Mm-hmm. Like, if you think you're going to go on vacation, I wouldn't do that if I were you. I mean, that makes you feel like, am I going to lose my job if I take any vacation hours? And you get denied vacation hours. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you got, you know, work performance and retaliation. It was my experience, retaliation, because I actually knew factual information. I did corrected, you know, I corrected it and he didn't like it. He was very malicious on retaliation. And I remember I came into your office a few times Mm -hmm. and I said, something's going on something's Mm -hmm. going down and i don't know how to slow this train down and i like i i can't play this game like i'm 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 worried about my job and i was in an upper director Mm -hmm. director position and very uh successful and good at what i did and one person can damage your career right okay so let's go back to the conversation you were having with your son and he said, you know, he talked about being bullied on his level in his school and whatnot, which I've, I think, I don't know that anybody's child is um, void of that. I don't no. think that, I think it, ev- it happens to everybody. Yes. So, and is there more severe bullying? Absolutely. But I think that nobody has, you know, nobody escapes that. Right. Um, so back to that conversation, don't you think that how we handle bullying in school is going to dictate how, how we, we move as an through, adult right how we move through our life and how we go because i know that i've been in situations at work where i'm like okay i have felt this way before and it usually went back to some fucking douchebag boyfriend i had that <laughs> thought he knew everything or mm-hmm. something like that mm-hmm. and i'm like okay so this is a different relationship but it feels like that one so let's make the connection and figure out what the hell how am I setting myself and up? And I why am I it? exactly? Why am I attracting it? How do I navigate it? Do I need to be here? Because I have a bad enough temper that if I get, if I take so much shit and I'm back against the wall, I just I don't need your job or you or anything. And Good I just you. I will walk. Well, not always. Well, no. And I I mean honestly, when that happens, you get you get paralyzed you get frozen because you're almost like i have to have this job. I love my job. Oh my goodness. How can I work? How single can I? mom? Yeah. Yep. Single mom. That's all I have to say. And every single mother will tell you, yeah. Do I put up with a certain amount of shit so I can put Cheerios on the table? Yeah. 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 And a lot of people, whenever I did, I actually moved forward and um, I filed, a, you know, with HR, I filed a complaint and they only targeted sexual harassment. And I said it wasn't sexual. There was no innuendos. There was nothing like that. It was literally toxic fear based retaliation behavior like repeatedly for so six months you, straight yeah that's not good no. so what did that do to you emotionally i guess i don't want you to dive too far into that but what was the byproduct of that for you what how did you try to cope with it and when you realized that it was something that maybe you couldn't change or deal with what what was the outcome of that so at first i remember going um you know 
seeking out support from my friends and peers and said, you know, I'm experiencing this and I don't know how to, you know, manage this because I feel like, you know, I'm giving unrealistic expectations, time limits and constraints. They don't even know I'm trying to report back. I'm limited on access to other administrators. It's like I was firewalled. You know, I just had that, that breach. So were you like outcasted? Yes. So you, you, so there was, there was a changing of the guard and a certain amount of people that were perhaps influential. Yes. Went with the new guard because yes. for whatever their motive is to keep their job or because they really believe in what he stands Politicians, for. Politicians, right. yes. Okay, so mm-hmm. there's that. Mm-hmm. And then, so now you are just like, you're outcasted. You That's know, what and, and other people seeing it from the outside. I mean, I was receiving messages and texts when a new policy would pop up and say, Charmaine, I'm worried something's coming for you and I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I just have a feeling that you're a target. And this other, per- this, this manager um, that was over me, Um, he was knocking people out left and right. I mean, Mm. the turnover rate was, I mean, you lose five attorneys in one year. Those are professional seasoned positions. And in in addition to directorship and all of them were women. Oh, well, that's interesting. That's a whole other conversation. But I think that men, I, I think it's a rule. I mean, you watch anything I've been... Okay, I love my period pieces as far as like um, series and what I like to mm-hmm. watch, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Okay, but especially Mad Men. First of all, John Hamm, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> but I'm obsessed. I've watched the entire series t- twice. And, and it's the 60s. They say things like, um, you know, Joni, the head secretary, you know, and Elizabeth Moss is, yeah. you know, is uh, Peggy Olson, and she'll go, here's your, here's your desk and here's your typewriter. Don't be intimidated. They, the, the maker says that they make it easy enough for a woman to use and she's smoking her cigarette and that's just, it's not just the men. It's just the way it is. That's the standards. It's and, a culture. It is a culture. But I don't think it's only, I think it's only been, there's been an awakening for many decades since the 70s, but I don't, we're, we haven't arrived anywhere. That's no, for damn it, sure. And I think that women men think that they can bully women because the minute that a woman opens her mouth, I know this because you know, I have a big mouth. And the moment that I open my mouth, even if I say it with so nicely, I'm a bitch because I'm standing up for myself because women don't, aren't supposed to do that. I guess. I don't know. I I think, you know, and the, the, a lot of the statistics show it's not just men, but I mean, 67% of workplace bullying is men and they usually do, um, target target women and and lesser co-worker status but um women do it too of so, course yeah of course and so i don't want to just target that it, my experience was just that that um in the study and this is a 2021 study and there's a national institute um wbi that does these studies because there is new legislation there is new federal laws um not all states have adopted um workplace anti-bullying policy and you could go into your employee manual and it'll say zero tolerance and all this stuff but when you actually get down to a complaint it's dismissed, it's overturned, it's not, I mean, you don't even get an opportunity. And then you get the retaliation, a demotion, or some sort of overburdened workload. You're a troublemaker. Yeah, and your performance evaluations go down. So it's like, literally, um, what was I going to say right here? Uh, 49% of American workers are affected by bullying 
49% of American workers are affected by bullying, not just That's being insane. as a target, but as witnessing it. That's 79.3 million people in America. Yeah, that have are you ever worked in the kitchen? <laughs> yeah, that's true. And uh, one of the things that I thought was, okay, out of all those people that are go- getting bullied, targets have 67% chance of losing the job that they loved when they're targeted for bullying. Say so that it was again. 67% eventually lose their job. When you become a target, if somebody is bullying you and they want you out and they will build a case against you and all do all, and it takes time and it takes effort and energy. My experience, he used to set alarms on his phone three times a day and send emails after a text and a phone call. Even when I gave him the, the work, he wouldn't even check his email. And I was constantly saying, well, I just sent that to you in your email. Have you had a chance to read it? And he goes, no, I haven't. And then his phone would go off again. And it was like having Groundhog Day conversation all mm-hmm. the time. And I'm like, I know you're busy. I know you're consumed, but I really am concerned about this you know, experience. In the, one of the last few meetings that I had, I said, I don't feel comfortable in a room with you. I need to either have a witness or record these conversations because it is, you've yelled at me and you've told me things that, should not be done behind closed doors and um that's when it got worse Mm -hmm. and it was almost like i could hear the clock and what i could hear the freaking clock. and you have to make a choice you're either going to stand up for yourself and say look i don't want to be you know alone with you and you have to almost like pussyfoot around what you say in that conversation I, i get it i get that i also think that um for me once i found my voice and i learned i love words and i like stringing them together. I've said that more than once. I, I just, if I can't say how I feel about something without there being some sort of a risk at me losing my job, that's messed up. But I did do it for a long time. I worked for a restaurant, a little mom and pop restaurant. So they said, and I thought this lady was going to chase me out of there with a knife. I mean, it was, (laughs) and I could hear her husband, the chef behind the line, Calling the, you know, the line cooks, you fucking stupid. You, mm. are, you know, Mm-mm. I think we get to an age where we're like, nope, but for as long as we'll take it, it's going to come at us. But once we decide we're not going to take it, that's when doors start to open. That's when we go, well, maybe I wasn't the right person for this little mom and pop place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And so, and it, you know, when that, that happened to me and it was overnight, I mean, my whole world shifted to where I'm like, okay, how do how am I going to pay my mortgage? How am I going to, you know, and it was immediate. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, I could tell you, you asked the question, what happened to me? Like, what were the side effects of it? I, and the paralyzed state, my kids was like, what's wrong, mom? They mm-hmm. immediately knew. And it was for months. I mean, I went in to speak to a therapist about it because I, I was really trying to move forward and I felt stuck, like Mm. just trapped almost. And, um, you know, there's, and it still didn't stop after that. Mm. The bullying still continued because of the, the industry that I was in, you know, and that's where you get into when you're in politics, it's about reputation. And if they want to take you out, they got to ruin your reputation. And I'm here to say you didn't. Motherfucker, you didn't. (laughs) Um, And I came in, I even told Sean, like, what would you do if you were me? And he had his own personal story when his boss like sidelined him and tried to really annihilate him overnight. Did did I, did the stuff I say help? 
It actually did, but I wanted you to be more of a cheerleader and say, sue the son of a bitch, sue him. And I could have. And I actually moved forward with the labor union law um, and a team of attorneys. And I backed out because I my heart wasn't in it. Like, I wasn't going to. There has to be a lot of negative drive force yeah. behind pushing something like that through. Yeah. Like divorce. Yes. If you want everything. Yes. Or you just go, you know what? Fuck it. Take no, I wasn't going to. I'm already, done over here. I wasn't going to lose my financial instability or yeah. anything to take someone down. Because I figured this is what I came to. And it took about six months is he's going to step in on his own tongue. He's going to step on his own foot and he's going to trip and fall himself. I don't need to be the one to ruin a family and to be acting like he is. Mm-hmm. So I just backed out. Sean, what was your experience like? We have 57 seconds. I don't have enough time. Okay. I know we, I think this is an important, important topic because what do you do when that happens. So we covered that more bosses do it to, and some, and men, and why do they do it? I mean, it's a matter of power and control. The more vulnerable you are, those people I talked about that own that restaurant, they take in people who need things. Yeah. Yeah. And they need them. Yes. So that they set them up so that they can abuse them and, and, and treat them like second class citizens. What I did wrong, and I want to educate everybody out there, document the bullying, every mm. encounter, dates, times, save evidence if there is any, report like it, talk to people. When you do confront the bullying, be prepared, they'll come after you even more. But reach out to others in the name of Jesus Thank Christ. Thank you, amen. Charmaine. You're welcome. Have a good week. <laughs>